0: Thanks for listening to Shellheads, a proud member of the Reality Breached podcast family. Episode 7 is here, and it is all about early Mirage comics, specifically issues 2 through 7. We hope you enjoy it. If you do, make sure you subscribe to it on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss any episodes. Enjoy the show! To a new episode of Shellheads. I am your host Sergio. I'm here with Jeff, fellow Shellhead. This is episode seven. Jeff, I'm very excited. You're very excited. It's been a long time. Not for the listeners. No, it's well, been like a
1: week and a half. I think. Just imagine with your with your minds, folks. How long it's been? I've grown a beard, and he shaved his. Yes, and I'm growing mine back. <laughs> yes, it's been that long. <laughs> Mine's grown more.
0: That's, that's how you tell time in the South.
1: Exactly. By the length of the beard. Yes.
0: Um, before we get started on our topic, uh, I wanted to, to jump into some, some Turtles news. Ooh. Uh, me and you discussed this in like some text conversation or Facebook conversation. Um, Netflix has announced that they're doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yes. But they haven't really specified what exactly they're doing yeah like the the wording of the press release was really weird it made it seem like they were making a rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie mm-hmm. which nobody wants no so so what are your thoughts
1: i really don't want a rise movie i want something <laughs> cuz it's it's on it's on you know the streaming platform which as you're familiar with creators kind of have their mm-hmm. room to play they do they do and there's not really a lot of restrictions so i'm like oh god what could we do? could this you know could this be something just spectacular like you know they're good at licensing action figures and like comic fit you know look, looking based off the comics and stuff like that and like this is great can we get something quality that the fans have really been begging for
0: I'm going to go out and say no, I, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, Netflix yeah. does, does good work, Yeah, but it all depends on who their target audience is. Right. If they're shooting for a kid movie, then we're not going to get what we want. No. If they're shooting for a, you know, actual adaptation of something, mm-hmm. then we
1: might. That brings us to another point. What's that? The other announcement. What's that, Jeff? That they're making a freaking Ninja Turtles versus Batman movie. It's not versus. <laughs> it's not
0: versus. <laughs> Ninja Turtles vs Batman and Ninja Turtles.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, it doesn't surprise me that they're doing this. It surprised the hell out of me cuz it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, but I did not see this coming. They've but they've it's they've played together before. They have.
0: Like they've had a they've had a working relationship for three or four years now Yeah, with the, uh, the, the, the comic miniseries, the miniseries is, yeah. Mary miniseries. Yeah.
1: And they technically still have the rights to the four films. Yeah. As at least yeah. distributing them.
0: Yeah. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I hope it's, I hope it's good. The I animation looks decent from what we've seen. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the, 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 uh, the style the, the style of the turtles mm-hmm. but i but when it's in motion i can i can usually get used to it yeah um i just want it to be good i have yet to be blown away by any of those batman turtles uh, crossovers in the comics mm-hmm. and i just hope that they take the best of what they've had there and flesh it out
1: they're usually pretty good at it like you know when they do a lot of the other dc stuff like Dark Eye returns which i hold mm-hmm. in the highest caliber like it's it's my favorite of the DCAU uh, yeah. films. But you know yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, you know, and I'm yeah. hoping we're gonna get to see a nice PG thirteen, you know, maybe a little blood, maybe some swearing. Because <laughs> if they do that, if they're they they've done that before with, you know, a lot yeah. of those animated movies from DC are PG thirteen. Hmm. Yeah. So and some of them are R. Yeah, cause, yeah. Yeah.
0: Killing Joke was R.
1: It's very exciting nonetheless because it's like <laughs> something new that's not kiddified. And it's soon. Isn't it? Isn't it coming out in the spring? I think so. I had. To, I didn't see an official date. I think it was spring. But we. I think isn't Comic Con coming up soon? Or is that... Not? No, I'm thinking E3.
0: I've decided right now that as soon as that comes out, me and you're going to record an episode. Oh yes. Of Shellheads that is. Strictly us Reviewing it That's perfect Okay So you can come over We can pop some popcorn Order some pizzas I did a pizza <laughs> Some good pizza That's, Very good yeah. pizza
1: yeah. Ooh Where to get it from
0: We'll fight over What's good pizza later Jeff We
1: will We will
0: uh, Right now though Let's jump right into Our main topic Yeah. Yes um, So Our inaugural episode uh, We talked about Mirage issue one Volume Or volume one issue one hmm the Turtles debut. Really enjoyed that conversation. We had a lot to say about that one issue. We did. Uh, knowing that we don't have the, the the bandwidth to cover every single issue in its own episode. Just because there's, what, hundreds and hundreds of issues. Yeah. And hundreds and, like, a thousand episodes. Like We're going to lump a bunch of these together. And probably the easiest way to, uh, to reference this is if you are a collector of the most recent like uh, IDW reprints, we are going to go over the rest of The Ultimate Collection Volume 1. And the Ultimate Collection, of course, is the black-and-white re-release of or all of the Eastman and Laird-produced Ninja Turtles comic books from the Volume 1 run. The first collection has... One through seven, and Raphael. Probably the the, the most notable omission there. Omission there uh, is the fugitoid, mm-hmm. but that's a completely different topic. Let's talk right. about issue number
1: two. Well, it's time to kiss your butt goodbye.
0: That's right. <laughs> issue number two starts off with it, like, who's that? Yeah, Raphael just jumping straight at the frame. And let's the issue issue two is kind of a landmark issue for several reasons. Uh, it introduces Baxter, mm-hmm. it introduces April, it introduces the concept of Mausers. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts an arc that really runs all the way through issue number seven, uh, where number one was a standalone story. Right. Numbers two through seven you could read as like a, a, a singular story, mm-hmm. which spoiler alert that is exactly what I want from st- like I don't like standalone stories at all yeah you know I want what I'm reading to have an effect later on down the road
1: I can get it on that yeah
0: uh, so so the, these seven books are really or eight if you add you know Raphael in there uh, it they're really the most exciting part of the of the early Ninja Turtles stuff I agree uh, What what stands out in issue two.
1: Well, Easter egg time. Okay. The All first, right. the first thing I'm looking through first Easter egg. Like I'm looking at their, in the layer I'm looking at their shelf, their bookshelf.
0: Okay.
1: Um, one of them's reading Dune. Okay. Um, there's a World Encyclopedia of Cartoons.
0: I think Dune is really the biggest. Oh, if you look on the floor, there's actually a comic that's a service comic.
1: Yeah, and stupid wars.
0: Yeah so, so they they're a well-read bunch of, of turtles living in the in their little underground lair
1: yeah a lot of classic literature found its way down the sewer apparently
0: <laughs> so okay that's, that's a nice first Easter egg yeah D- dune is is very is very much an 80s thing
1: oh totally
0: yeah uh, and 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 after a short scene with the turtles it jumps directly into the 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 April Baxter story and un- unlike the common uh, understanding of the April character and the Baxter character, uh, April was not a news reporter. <gasps> that's right. dum dun dun. She was an assistant to scientist Baxter Stockman, who dun 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 is an African American dude. He is not a mullet, Weasley white guy. Yeah, like he was portrayed in the in in the cartoon, which was probably the weirdest change because there were no other black characters
1: oh my gosh you're right
0: no well technically bebop was a black guy before he got right right uh mutated there's no other black characters in the show until you get later in in the sh- in, in the show where and what's his name carter carter has the weird dreadlock things yeah yeah and he was just bad
1: just a, just a, uh, if you had to put a character in there mhm of of you know that was ethnic. I was like, they could have done a way better job.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So so like the whitewashing of Baxter Stockman one didn't make sense. No, and two probably made the character worse.
1: Worse. Yeah, the, the mullet didn't help.
0: <laughs> no, it didn't. It would have been a cherry curl if it was a, if it was a black dude. So
1: hmm. it was
0: still the eighties. Baxter is creating the Mausers. The Mausers, of course, are used to. Kill the rats and mice in New York City. Uh, it's, it's, this is a well-worn Ninja Turtles story. Yeah, uh, it, it it comes comes up pretty much every time there's a new iteration. Uh, there were Mausers in the original cartoon, in the two K three cartoon, in the Nickelodeon cartoon. Uh, they're everywhere.
1: All over the video games. All over
0: the video games. Uh, it's 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 really a mainstay.
1: Uh, there's been action figures. I think I still have my wind-up one somewhere.
0: <laughs> and we don't really have to say how impactful April has been. Yeah. Because, you know, April has been in everything. And the, her portrayal here as Baxter Sogman's assistant is interesting, just because it's so starkly different yeah. than every other time when she's, you know, a reporter of some sort. Um, however... It works, you know. It does. Uh, the, her being chased into the sewer or escaping into the sewer after Baxter turns on her when she realizes Baxter is going to use the, the the Mausers to rob all the banks. It makes sense for her to be like, "Oh God, I got to go in the sewer," and then she bumps into who does she bump into? The Ninja
1: Turtle. I was going to say somebody else, but I had I got nothing.
0: I really like how the how uh, like. The story plays out very naturally in, in issue two, which I really like. Uh, the Turtles, of course, fight Mausers. They save April. They're like, oh, look, it's a human. We're friends now. Yay. Yeah. And what, probably the only other big thing that I, I, I pulled out of this issue was probably in like on the second page, where they established Donatello's personality with him twiddling or tinkering with a...
1: Um, circuit board
0: With a circuit board. Yeah. It's it's crazy how just that. Yeah. Just that tells you. Oh, he must be the smart one. Yeah, and and of course in previous in a previous episode of Shellheads we were debating when did when did we establish he was the smart one? Turns out it was right there in that panel.
1: Yeah. All
0: along. All along. Let's see what is uh, episode. What is issue two end with? Because all most of these end on like significant uh, cliffhangers.
1: Basically, you know, big—I would say a big final boss fight with, oh, all, yeah, with yeah, all the yeah, freaking with, mousers, with the mousers. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So I have a question. So you know, you see, you see, April and Donnie in those final moments, trying to figure out, you know. But um. But yeah, it ends with that. They end up coming back home and
0: realizing, oh, you know, they're. Was it in issue three that they realized that their home had been invaded? Yeah. Yes, issue three. Let's jump to Issue 3, because I have issues with Issue 3. Ooh. Like a lot of them. Issue 3, of course, is the the big van chase.
1: Oh, yes. Like,
0: that is the big action set piece uh, in the Volkswagen van. Uh, And, of course, it starts off with the Turtles in in April, I mean, directly after the events of 2. Yeah. Uh, returning to the lair to find Master Splinter's gone. Uh, they don't know what happened. They just know that the Mausers were involved because there's holes in the wall from the Mausers biting through. And again, just a fantastic entire page shot here. Oh, yeah. They work their way to April's Volkswagen bus. Is that what those things are called?
1: It was a van. Well, you're older than me. Yeah.
0: Volkswagen... Is that was a microbus? Not that old. You're older than me, though.
1: Yeah, but... It, no, it's a Volkswagen van. It's a van. I know, but I think it was called a microbus. Probably. A Volkswagen microbus. Yeah, I'm not dumb. There you go. Yeah. They're the, coming back. Cool.
0: The Volkswagen microbus, owned by, by April. Which, it's weird that they go with that bus, because... There's a huge plot point in the middle of the, the of the book where there's a crew of thieves. What were they robbing? Bank? They were robbing a bank. Yeah, they were robbing a bank. And they were doing it in an identical Volkswagen microbus. Yeah. And somehow, in the process of the cops chasing them, the cops... Get confused and start chasing April and the turtles. This is ridiculous. Eh. Like, this is some Benny Hill level ridiculous stuff. Or 80s television. Like,
1: A-Team or, you know, whatever was on late at night when they were drawing and doing... I was like, yeah, to the chase. I don't mind it that much. It,
0: it It was a real hacky way to To get the turtles to be in a car chase. It was like one of them sat down and said, I want a car chase. Let's do a car chase. And then they had to somehow back their way into it.
1: I oh, don't know. I actually kind of enjoy it. I
0: that's like <laughs> of these of the seven books here. This this the one. It's the one story. I'm like, oh, come on. Like they go to, they get teleported into outer space later. And that's more believable.
1: Eh. At least they were smart enough to uh, take off the license plate so they couldn't check it.
0: Yeah, and he ripped off the license plate. He didn't unscrew it.
1: Because turtle mutant strength. Mutant strength. Mutant turtle strength. Come on. Come on.
0: And, like, the cops didn't
1: notice that the license plate was gone. Or the fact that a giant green turtle ripped it off.
0: I know. I know. Like...
1: What the crap was that?
0: It it just doesn't it it doesn't hold up to any any type of scrutiny whatsoever, and like the tragedy is that the first half of the book is the car chase that is pretty much completely unnecessary. Like they literally could have just driven a car to April's house.
1: Yeah, but where would they all sit? They
0: they could still be in the microbus. No, no, there didn't have to be a car chase. The important part of that st- of the story happens in the epilogue.
1: Yeah, but what were they just going to do? Go eat pizza, and you know, like, oh, hey, let's go explore the. Uh,
0: I don't know the apar- the apartment? <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> we still have two turtles, or at this point, three turtles, without any personality. Yeah, this is this this issue is the dead weight. It's the dead weight of this of this run. And it's fine. It's got some. It's got some cool action. Now there's a, there's a fun page when they finally do catch the the criminals.
1: Oh and yeah. And all the
0: cops are yelling the different synonyms for stop. Like one of them yells halt. Then one yells don't move. Hold
1: it. Do not ambulate. Do not
0: ambulate. Remain motionless. Cease and desist. Freeze. Like come on.
1: Make my day, punks. Uh, the,
0: the, like, that whole sequence is just... Again. 80s eighties cop drama. Late at night. Garbage.
1: Watching cop shows. Uh,
0: but we do end up seeing second time around in this issue.
1: Yeah. And you can tell that they're in kind of a shady part of town because there are live girls. Oh, yeah. And beer on tap.
0: Let's talk about beer.
1: In Ray's Place. The
0: turtles get to April's April's house, and she's like, "Hey, um, what you, you want something to drink?" And they're like, "Sure." And these turtles, who in these books are admitted to be fifteen and a half years old, mm-hmm. they're like, "Got any beer?"
1: Yeah, let's drink beer.
0: Got any beer? Hey, and like I don't know much about laws. But I'm pretty sure it was illegal for 15 year olds to drink beer in New York in 1985.
1: Yeah, but they still got it somehow.
0: I guess it's just really odd. But it it is an independent comic from the 80s. I guess it's not odd. Odd.
1: Maybe a six pack flew down the, you know, just fell down the sewer. Some drunk, oh, dropped it down there or whatever.
0: Or maybe they had never had any.
1: Yeah. And they just wanted to know what it tastes like and they didn't know they couldn't drink it. It's all these uh commercials on the television. That's
0: right. They're like, ooh, I gotta drink that. It's so yes. McKinsey. Yeah. Was that in the eighties? That was the eighties, right? It was. That
1: that was I don't 90s. know if that was I don't know if it was early that early, but
0: Silver Bullet. Silver
1: <laughs> <laughs> So
0: so yeah, the turtles make it to April's apartment, blah 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 blah. And then the epilogue. The epilogue is the exciting part of this issue. It's where we find out what happened happened to, uh, to Splinter.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a doozy. It's Oh, yeah.
0: And, and, and reading another... through this, you know, there's a lot of great action with Splinter showing off his skills. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Like, my concern is how much he's talking. Okay. Like, he's talking to himself this entire scene.
1: I'll or is it? Or are they thought bubbles? Part of them are thought bubble bubbles,
0: but an uncomfortable amount of them are like talking out loud to himself bubbles. And as a ninja, that's weird.
1: Hmm. Well, he is a rat,
0: right? Which makes him talking him talking even weirder. <laughs> um, but no, that was a fun scene. Just just seeing anytime we get Splinter on on page, it's 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 not that bad, right? Um, but the, the big, the big reveal at the very end, uh, with the TCRI workers. Oh man. And, you know, they, they find a giant rat and they're about to shoot him, but he's, and then he talks and then suddenly he, you know, gets taken in, in the TCRI building, the iconic at this point, TCRI building. He stumbles in and sees all the Utrams basically undressed in the break room. Which at first glance, this is a disturbing
1: panel. It it really is. It
0: really is disturbing. It's
1: like they just burst out of their chest.
0: Yeah. Alien style. And 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 I, 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 this 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 issue does kind of uh, feed into an idea that I have that that this entire run, this seven issue run, mm-hmm. is just Eastman and Laird's uh, influences Coming out in their work, yeah, like, I just, can see that. Just with 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 just a thinly veiled changing of the guard to you know, or changing of the the names and the settings, so it's not completely obvious. That was obviously an '80s cop drama TV show, whatever, with a car oh, chase.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay.
0: The next few issues, there's uh, there's literally a, canti- a cantina scene, like in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's like a thunderdome or a a Spart- what is it? What you say it was? A Spartacus. Spartacus uh gladiatorial combat scene in outer space. There's uh teleportation like in Star Trek. Like they're pulling from all of their their, their influences. And it works. And it works very, very well. well. Yeah. Yeah. What so what do you think about issue 3?
1: But I th- I think I think the real the real meat of it is the is the splinter epilogue. It, it really is.
0: Because um, th- that, that epilogue really kickstarts the rest of this run.
1: It does. It's
0: like, I... It, it basically is like, I know what you thought this book was, but look where it's going.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. And what, what, what I think is really funny is, instead of pivoting directly into what happened to Splinter, where does it pivot into? The Raphael mini... Uh, Micro-series.
1: Yeah. We got a... We've little 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 break, a little like, oh, wait, what what what's going on?
0: Yeah, yeah. and and this is where this is where they finally uh, establish who Raph is. You know, he's the the angsty, the angry, the the, 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 the brute, basically. Um, and and th- this is another story that's been played out several times. Mm-hmm. You know we saw it in the movie, we saw it in the cartoon or in this the second cartoon. And, and this is where Casey Jones comes into play. And it's fairly straightforward. Um, it, this is one of Kevin Eastman's favorite issues he's ever worked on.
1: It's it's very good.
0: Yeah. But I, I don't have much to say about the Raphael issue. You know, I love Raphael. He is my favorite turtle. Um, most of what has been... Like, we said a lot about this sequence mm-hmm. when we talked about the movie. Yeah. And... It's basically the same. There's not much difference when it comes to what actually happened.
1: Uh, when he meets Casey.
0: Yeah, when he meets Casey. Yeah. And that's really the most important thing that happens in this book is we meet Casey. Raphael learns that, you know, what anger can get him into. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a huge learning like uh, it's it's a huge lesson for Raff and his temperament to see someone just like him going overboard, mm-hmm. you know. So while it's a very personal story for the Raphael character, it other than Casey, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it really adds much to the over arc arcing, you know, lore. And I don't think it was supposed to. Like it was a one shot. It wasn't issue f- five. It was a one shot, or.
1: Issue 4. It was a one shot. It's still very good.
0: Oh, yes, yes. This isn't me poo pooing the actual book. The actual Ooh, book is great.
1: No poo pooing.
0: No poo pooing. I mentioned this earlier. This book is shorter than all the others.
1: Yeah, it's like, what, 20 it's like pages?
0: 20, 25 pages, something like yeah. that?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so it's, it's to the point. Okay. Issue 4. The most surprising thing about Issue 4 isn't that they teleport into another galaxy is the the most surprising thing is the return of the foot clan yeah because that kind of came out of nowhere
1: it really did you know
0: uh, especially coming off where splinter ended at at, uh, issue three Uh, the foot clan just kind of shows up out of nowhere and it provides a fantastic action sequence right up at right up at the top right at the top
1: and yet again another gorgeous splash page
0: yes like there's there's at least one or two splash pages in each one of these that i would love to just have framed
1: so would i and and let us note it says it's the foot and at the bottom a clan of evil ninjas TMNT one <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the thing is, is at this point at this point in time seeing it tmnt1 was not easy it's not like they were all over the place.
1: Did they make what was about five thousand copies, or was that
0: between the first two printings? It was like five thousand copies. Yeah, and I don't even know if the third printing had come out yet when when this book was out. Um, but action sequence, action sequence. This and the thing is, is as great as the sequence was, and as cool as it was to see the foot again. Mm-hmm. The real purpose of this entire scene. Is to get them above ground, so where they could see the TCRI building. Yeah, yeah, like it's it it serves a purpose. It's entertaining. It's it's solid. Like that that whole action sequence is solid, and it the and I love how abruptly it stops. It's like we're fighting, we're fighting, we're fighting. Oh crap! Is that the TCRI building? We know what that is. It got real, real, real fast. Is what I'm saying. It did. What'd you think of the Return of the Return of the Foot
1: Clan. It, it did, um, again, revisiting it for, you know, after a, quite a while, I was like, oh, crap. Here they are, and it's 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 very nice to see. But, yeah, they are a plot device. Plot device. To, like, <laughs> like, oh, look over there. Huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are a plot device, and I really hope, like, I, we would have to, uh, of course, talk to the, the two to, to know whether or not this was them... Vaguely setting up the um, the arc after issue seven, because nine, ten, and eleven, eight is the Cerebus issue. Nine, ten, eleven is basically the and the Leo issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the return of the Foot Clan. That yeah, Worms Shredder. That's all of that. I hope that them including the Foot in this issue is them setting up future books. There's really no way for us to know, but
1: it. Uh, I think it would be a safe assumption at this point. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, But let's see. After the foot thing, they of course regroup at April's house. April comes out like, what is what is this? We're on page. I don't even know what page this is.
1: She looks like a freaking like su- supermodel. Like yeah, she's posing like a pinup model. Uh, look like a supermodel. Yeah. Wait, I don't understand it. Like, and she got really tall. She
0: she got she got tall, and she got curly hair. Well, her hair's always been curly.
1: No, the first issue was like, her second issue was like straight. Was it? Yeah, and then she like put it back in a ponytail in three, because she meant business. Oh, well, well, yeah.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah, April goes through a lot of different looks in a very short amount of time.
1: Yeah. Because like,
0: this almost looks like a permed Afro thingy,
1: but she looks Latino. She does. Yeah, she looks. It's kind ethnic. of like a. It's a. It's a mix. Yeah, it's so odd. It is odd. It's
0: and I'm telling you, April O'Neil's design. It it had to have been an Eastman Eastman thing. Had to. Oh, had yeah,
1: to. without a doubt.
0: Like seeing where he went with his career and buying heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be.
1: Um.
0: So they, obviously they plan. We're going to go into the TCR building and find out what's going on, not knowing that's where Splinter is, because we established at the end of three that that's where he was. Yeah. Uh, they explain to April why TCR is a big deal. They bring out the canister, which they just happen to have with them.
1: And in certain scenes, especially that one, uh, she looks like Sigourney Weaver.
0: She does look very Weaverish. Yeah. Sigourneyish. Okay, so they're, you know, infiltrating the building and a lot of the stuff... That they do in this issue was translated directly into the two K (laughs) three cartoon
1: pigeon puppet. You knew exactly where I was going I did, I did, because when they did a behind the scenes thing on the two K three, and later was like, I can't believe they they put pigeon puppet in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that's one of those things that you that you draw or that you write and then you
1: draw. I think he fought for it too, and And then then
0: immediately you are like, that's stupid.
1: I was like, it's like, it's like, I think the bigger question is like, why is Don carrying around a pigeon puppet? Why not?
0: In case you need to trick a, uh, a camera, I was like, "Yeah." This is this is basically the the plot of speed. Is what this is.
1: It's <laughs> pretty freaking great, though. <laughs> I do love that the freaking pigeon puppet. Yeah, I love that he's carrying his knapsack, or his messenger bag. Yeah, full of goodies. Again, uh-huh. more establishment of you know the tech turtle. Yep, Tech Turtle. He's the he's the gadget guy. Ah, uh, yes. And he does have, machines. He does. So, sometimes they blow up. Sometimes cool. they work. Uh, one thing that also stood out in this issue was how ninja
0: the turtles were. Like their whole, like the beginning of it, it's just ninja fighting, and then when they decide to infiltrate, they full on infiltrate this building without anyone seeing them.
1: Mad skills. Yeah. So uh, it's it's
0: finally the ninja name really really comes out,
1: you know. Yeah, and they're not just making you know jokes.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, even in the beginning, you know, when they're of uh, the issue, when they're just bringing up from roof to roof, just kind of getting some air, and then you know, tightrope walking and you know all of that. Yeah,
0: and 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 the thing is that kind of became a staple of the turtles themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in later. Much later in Phase Two and Phase Three, uh, additions or iterations of the Turtles, they did a lot of roof running, a lot of roof jumping, a lot of that's where they did their exercising, their training or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's it is cool to see the origins very very early.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Let's see,
0: Issue Four. What's crazy about Issue Four is the cover of Issue Four is a full-on spoiler. For exactly what happens at the end of
1: issue four. It really is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is the climax of the book. It's just right there on the front cover. Uh, in the TCR building, they they find Splinter. They freak out because he's in some sort of suspended animation chamber. Uh, the utrams who have yet to be called utrams bust in and they're like, oh, intruders, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then there's yet another fight scene, like a really cool fight scene where they can finally use their weapons, like weapons. You know, like this this on again. I don't know what page this is, but this this right here where Leo's katanas are just cutting right through.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. that's really nice. And Raph is just like. Threw a sigh straight through the robot's head. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the exoskeleton. The exoskeleton. Like yeah. I
0: almost, I almost feel like someone at uh, Fred Wolf saw this, saw these pages, and they're like, "What if we made the Foot Clan nin- robots?"
1: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. It, I, that's more than likely. Yeah, yeah. So, but they didn't even cut them up that much in the cartoon. No. be like, sad because I want to see a lot of that. I like, <laughs> like I'm cutting up robots
0: so at this point Mikey is like injured and Mikey's injury leads to basically leads to them being transported I did not remember that at all
1: I didn't either Um,
0: he falls bumps into a control panel the turtles happen to be standing in I wrote it down the translocation device and boom they're teleported yeah issue ends And I I don't know who exactly drew the teleportation image here, but it is stunning.
1: It's really nice. I don't know if it was Eastman or Laird or a combination of the two. Stunning. It looks like something like out of, um, like, you know, how you would have the negatives from from a, a roll of film. You combine that with bits of the uh, particles from uh, the original Trek uh, Star Trek teleportation. Yeah, that's 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 the vibe that I'm getting.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely has a has a real Star Trek vibe. Um, we then have to kind of pause here and talk about the fugitoid. When I read the fugitoid, I read it in like basically the original copy of it Mm-hmm. and Of course, in it, there's a whole soliloquy written by one of the two uh, saying that they had created this entire comic in chapter form uh, and they plan on releasing it however they possibly could. Uh, And it was all written before they even developed the Turtles. Oh, wow. Or at least the majority of it was. Obviously, the end of it, the Turtles are in. uh, But they wrote the entire thing and put it together. That's why it's in chapter form, like chapter one, chapter two.
1: Chapter oh, okay.
0: Because they had planned on releasing it as like an episodic thing. Um, but the Fugitoid is one of my favorite characters.
1: Yeah. I love
0: that little dude. I do too. And they, they, they created a real awesome Doc Brown way to get his brain transferred into this little robot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it didn't hit me until now. <laughs> <laughs> a giant freaking helmet. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. So so I'm we're gonna put this in a nutshell. So
0: what's his name's a honeycut. Doctor Honeycut mm. is on the planet of D Dunib. Dehunib?
1: Dehunib? Dehunin? Dunib.
0: I can I can't say any of these words. Um and he's developing a transmat device, which is, coincidentally enough, a lot like the translocation device the Turtles just used mm-hmm. in the issue we just talked about. Uh, during the process of this, he it has an accident with his servant robot. Uh, and since he was wearing a mental wave helmet while getting, getting struck by lightning in real comic book origin fashion, boom, his brain is transferred into... The body of a robot.
1: Because that's how that works. Exactly. It's that's, science fiction. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely. Which, the the, the the Fugitoid has come out in, he, he was not in the original cartoon, but he was in the O3, he was in the Nick cartoon. He plays a huge part in later Ninja Turtles uh, Mirage stuff. He plays a big part in the IDW series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suggest reading anything that has Fugitoid.
1: Oh, definitely. Because he's great. Oh, yeah. He stuck around a good bit in the 2K3. Yes, he did. And then I haven't seen it yet, but I knew uh, that he was in the Nickelodeon one.
0: Yeah, there's like a season that he's in. Yeah. Because it just made sense for him to be in that season. Ooh, a whole season. Oh, I wouldn't say a whole season. No? There, He's a most of the season. Okay. Yeah. Um. But... He, now that his brain is transferred into this robot and his body is charred to a crisp, which was another disturbing little image, the, the G- General Blank, who was basically commissioning him to build the transmat, something that he was refusing to build, finds out his brain has been transferred into the robot and then discovers, hey, now that he's not a human, I can treat him like a slave. Which is It is terrible. It is terrible.
1: He looks but like he's wearing a giant onesie, <laughs> which is also dreadful
0: <laughs> yes, like th- they go into really awesome places in this little in in this one little fugitoid book, like are robots humans, if you have the consciousness of a person, is that is a human their mind, or is a human their body? It goes into much deeper places than you would really expect it to go.
1: It's quite fascinating, and it was yes. pretty ambitious.
0: Yeah. And I hate that the Fugitoid character didn't get more like, more of a foothold, because I could totally see the Fugitoid being a sci-fi series.
1: Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Easy. Like, like the Fugitive, but with a robot. Yeah. Which, oh, hence Fugitoid. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: in a nutshell, the the the, the, the Fugitoid gets cornered um, by General Blank's men by the end of, I think it's, there's like eight chapters in this thing. Yeah. And right as he is cornered, the Ninja Turtles teleport in from Earth. Right in front of him to fight, or to presumably fight, General Blank's men.
1: Ah, uh, but before that, it's more Easter egg time.
0: Okay,
1: okay. And in a scene where he's trying to, the toy is trying to escape, mm-hmm. uh, there's Thor. Oh, wow. And there's Etrican. What is Etrican? Etrican is another one of Jack Kirby's creations. He's the demon Etrican. okay. Um, Wow. Because they're, you know, they're big Kirby fans. So there's like two of the most significant um, Kirby. I was like, I was just kind of taking a look at all the crowds. I'm like, like, oh, my God, that's Etrican. I was like, that's freaking Thor. I was like, you can really obviously tell that that's him. But the end of the fugitoid micro, I guess, is what
0: it would be. Throws us directly into issue number five. Yeah. Because it opens with the fugitoid being protected by the turtles. Issue 5.
1: What's going to happen now? Find out in Issue 5. Mm-hmm. Until soon.
0: And I love that they were able to take this character that they created before the turtles that was not set on Earth mm-hmm. and weave him into the turtle story. Just screw it. Let's We like this little guy. Let's weave his story in with theirs. And mm-hmm. they did it really seamlessly.
1: They did. You know, Doc Brown meets C-3PO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, there they are. Fighting, 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 running, confused. Like
1: Another beautiful splash page.
0: Of course. Like, every, every issue has multiple beautiful f- splash pages.
1: Like, Mikey, be careful, arms messed up again. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, he ain't got time to bleed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, so uh, the fugitoid is running towards the city of Pleebac. Oh turtles, wow! Pleebac. Wow. Uh, the turtles join him in his in his journey because they, of course, teleported in front of him and he protected them, or they protected him. Did you know that Pleebac is actually an anagram for uh, Eastman and Laird's? Uh, Initials I did not yeah I learned that today Wow playback and this issue just it has some fantastic space artwork I, I don't even know how to describe it
1: the the architecture really is is, yes, is, is, architecture. is stunning
0: that's probably the best way to describe it the architecture is great
1: it really is it
0: reminds me a lot of Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, which, which makes sense, because, again, they're big Kirby fans, because, yeah. I mean, who isn't?
0: Yeah, just, just just over-designed sci-fi, like, Yeah, this looks different because it has to, because it's sci-fi. Here's where we get to the Star Wars-style cantina scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just blatantly just stolen right out of Star Wars. And it's fine, it's fine. Like, it's a every...
1: spaceport jockey bar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Port Portneroy's Portneroy's
0: Here's actually where I'm gonna throw an aside at you that you probably don't even know, or you might I don't know. So this whatever bar they end up going to in this in this comic supposedly wasn't the only one they went to.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: In the in like nineteen eighty five, there was this comic called Grimjack. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. Uh apparently it was really good. I've the only, I haven't read any of them, but issue number 26 of Grimjack had an 8-page Ninja Turtle story in the back of it. Oh wow. There in the Grimjack universe, uh-huh. there is a bar named Mun, Mun, Mundan Mundan's bar. M U N M-U-N-D-A-N, D A N, Mundan's bar. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a hub style like uh cantina scene style bar that is in their comics often. Okay. The turtles visit it while they're in issue five.
1: Oh My God, that should have been in here,
0: but it wasn't because they're like, Hey, this happened while issue five was happening. So it's, it's kind of yeah. like a side story that happened oh, see, I, in concurrence with
1: it. I, I need that now. I need to see it. And
0: I've got, I've got a digital version of it.
1: Okay. Actually, I have
0: the the actual version. It's in enough. It's in a box somewhere, yeah. but it's a fun little eight page story. And it leads directly into this, so like they could they could literally have put it in this right in in like in between certain pages. So just thought I would point that out. I read it yesterday. I was like, oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, and another another note. Um, the beer comes up again. Yes. They have ask for interplanetary beer, please.
0: That's right. they, they traveled halfway across <laughs> the galaxy. Across the universe, and they expect there to be beer.
1: They don't get carded.
0: Of course they don't get carded.
1: It's like, what's beard? I mean, <laughs> beer. Bleh, beard. Ah. Uh,
0: this is the first time we see them use a, see a music gun. Yeah,
1: yeah, I really like that. I'm, Cause it, I don't. It, I, I do, because it, the ninjas use anything as a weapon. I know. It just seems like
0: blasphemy to see the turtles use a gun. But if this is issue five. It can't be blasphemy. It just feels weird to me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just you know. I think at some points it's like whatever works.
0: Yeah. Well, they're being chased. Uh, they, get, they 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 get basically the Federation is caught up to them. They, then we see the Triceratons. Oh. They find out that the fugitoid also has the ability has the ability to build a transmat. So he gets kidnapped by the Triceratons. And the turtles are like, oh crap, how are we going to get back to Earth? So they steal a car. Grand theft. um, A running theme in in Ninja Turtle lore. Mm -hmm. And they chase the the, the Triceratons out of town. uh, And shoot a bunch of them down with the little blaster that they had stole. Like, so much happens in issue five. So much.
1: It's action-packed.
0: It's action-packed and story-packed. It's Mm -hmm. not like it's just action-sequence, action-sequence, action-sequence. Like, each one leads into another. And ultimately, they get to the the Triceraton-like base, trying to free the the Fugitoid. This this doesn't, again, no page numbers, but... No. The Triceraton base ship, the one that it looks like a giant chunk of Earth has been pulled out...
1: Or an ice cream cone. Or an ice cream cone, (laughs) yes. That's going to be good.
0: It looks like that scene from Avengers when, when uh, that other one that was in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically what this looks like. It's not, this is just an asteroid that they hollowed out, but it's just such a distinct look to it.
1: Very, um, of course on the top, you know, very, um, you know, Atlantis esque. Yes. You know, but in space, space, Lantis, Lantis. Yes. Space Lantis. Yes. Yes. I want to go there. Oh, it's such a good, such a good design. All of it's just extremely well thought out. You could just tell they've watched a lot of science fiction. A lot.
0: Read a lot. Watched a lot. Yeah. they, Yeah, yeah. And I can appreciate some, I appreciate high concept concept sci-fi. So this issue ends with probably the worst cliffhanger ever. Oh no, we're running out of oxygen. Crap. Oh crap. Yeah. And it would be a perfectly fine cliffhanger if the payoff wasn't so bad. <laughs> how did they, how did they solve this problem, Jeff? How did they solve their we're running out of oxygen problem?
1: Breathing techniques.
0: They ninja they use ninja breathing.
1: They did. That's actually my note here. Ninja breathing. Just because you haven't done it doesn't mean it's not a Ninja thing. Ninja breathing, Jeff. It is a thing. It happens. It's dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's fun dumb.
0: It's unnecessary. They
1: listen. actually elaborated on that more in the cartoon. Like they gave it some weight and more context. No, it's not weight. Context.
0: Yeah.
1: More context.
0: It just It, it was literally only used as a cliffhanger. Because within the first, like, five pages of the next issue, this problem was solved, and they had breathing apparatuses. So so the turtles get discovered. They get their breathing apparati. Apparati? apparatus. apparatus Apparatuses.
1: Apparatuses.
0: Apparatuses. Apparatuses. I like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, but before that, you got a, another big, beautiful splash page well, of all the freaking Triceraton-like fleet. Yep.
0: Oh, man. Like, every single splash page is a decent splash page. Every one of them.
1: All oh, that freaking detail.
0: Um, so they've been captured by the Triceratons. The triceratons are also trying to, to uh, convince the Fugitoid to build his transmat. He's refusing because, of course he does. That's the right answer. I'm not going to build you the ultimate weapon. Uh, the turtles are put in jail. And they're and then we get a we then we check up on April, which I think is cool.
1: Yes, yeah, like meanwhile back on Earth,
0: it's like hey, remember that character we introduced a couple of issues ago?
1: Yeah, let's see what Sigourney Weaver's yeah like, doing this week.
0: It's she's still important. Yeah, which was really cool. Check in it also kind of uh, I yep. don't want to say humanized her character because she is a human, but it grounded the story.
1: Yeah, and there is no um, demon dogs in her fridge. That's correct. No.
0: Yeah,
1: used just some bad milk.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the the story of what's happening back home is told
1: through three. April.
0: You know, the TcRI building is where they said they were going. Some weird stuff is going down there. I'm worried
1: they haven't come home yet. You got a nice little turtle on their her top of her TV set, a little ceramic turtle. Nice. Yeah.
0: Nice touch, April. Nice touch. Yeah. You know this like her, her her inclusion of this issue is a total of three pages, mm-hmm. but it is extremely effective.
1: Yeah. It brings it back. It grounds it, brings it back down. Then we are like, all right, now time to go back up.
0: Yep. Just in time for the big gladi- gladiator event,
1: <sighs> which
0: is cool. Like really cool. This is where we see the spasmosaur. Ooh, spas. Yeah. Yeah. Which was adapted for the television show just wonderfully and was also in a it was in one of the later uh, video games. You fight the spasm- Spasmosaur.
1: I don't think he ate people on the cartoon, which would have been great <laughs> to have seen.
0: So, long story short, short, there's an awesome, just awesome action sequence where all the turtles just completely annihilate the Triceratons they're fighting. Um, which is cool, mm-hmm. but there's kind of a, uh, a mismatch when it comes down to how the Triceratons are treated later. Okay. They're treated as much more of like a almost indestructible. Klingons. Yes. They're Klingons. They're Klingons. Yes. You know, they're, they're so formidable that you must be worried for them to just knock all four of them out. And they're supposed to be like the, the biggest, you know, the best fighters that they have. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really make much sense later.
1: Klingons versus ninjas. Mm.
0: Ninjas win, I guess. Yeah. They end up hijacking a camera droid.
1: Hey, you guys aren't supposed to be up here. It's like, oh crap!
0: Like this, this is a really cool sequence of events. I do love that. Like Wait, you just beat the crap out of your out of your your what 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 are they the, the your gladiators? Yeah. Now we're gonna hijack your camera and go attack your leader. Just such a such an aggressive, awesome awesome move.
1: Total ninja. Yeah, you know move but I do I do love those pages of just the the fights with the Triceraton Triceraton the Triceratons
0: Triceratons yeah and then zap suddenly they disappear again yeah which is a much better uh much better cliffhanger than what we had before. Mm-hmm. Way better.
1: Oh, but uh, another addendum—not addendum. Uh, before that, they kill the high leader. The turtles don't kill. They the don't high kill leader. him. But no. yeah, I was just like oh no, the turtles oh, don't kill him. Yeah, stop it, you idiots! Yeah, Boom. he gets killed by his own people. That's cold.
0: Yeah, it's this is my favorite three episodes. These are my favorite three issues. Five, six, seven.
1: And it was very well adapted into the cartoon. Was, yes. Like, I was like, when that when that originally aired, I was like, holy crap. I'm like, I'm not going to miss this next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the, one
0: thing that the, one thing that Eastman and Laird did really well was rooms full of characters.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: And one of the things that, that I'm pointing. The reason I say that is because I'm looking at the cover of uh, issue seven.
1: There's a lot going on. Every
0: square inch of that cover is a person or like a character, mm-hmm. except for the sky. You don't see the ground. You don't see chairs. You don't see furniture. You just see dudes fighting. And that's kind of a running thing. You know, we're going to do the splash page with 37 characters on it, and you're not going to see much of anything except the characters. It's awesome.
1: It really is. I mean, just the the layout alone. Um, there's just there's so much going on, and it's 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 really a feast for the senses. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's delicious. Delicious. It's very delicious.
0: So we know we know what happened. They disappeared in the transmat.
1: Another huge splash page. A
0: translocation
1: device. Yeah, and the, which looks had- like a giant Hadouken.
0: It it does. <laughs>
1: Like a humongous Hidokan.
0: Such a good splash page there. Yeah. Uh, we check up with the humans, and boom. All four of our turtles, the Fugitoid, and three Triceratons are beamed back.
1: I feel like there's a joke there, like they walk into a bar. <laughs> Something.
0: Oh, wait, they already did. Yeah. Uh, are back at the TCR building, surrounded by Utrams, who again... Have not been called utrums yet.
1: No. Uh,
0: they're at gunpoint. The triceratons immediately get aggressive. Uh, they realize they've been transported, much like a transmat device would do, and they're like, "We must take it from you because that's what we do." Yeah. Yeah, they're inherent. They're inherently bad guys.
1: We're gonna fit this in our pocket somehow. Yeah. And we're gonna take it home.
0: Yeah. The the, the triceratons are. Just they're the bad guys.
1: They're so good, though. They are. They're like one of my. They're definitely one of my favorite turtles' villains.
0: My only problem with them is you can't tell them apart.
1: Ooh. You know. That's true, unless they have scar like the clones. Yeah. And a yeah, you Clone Wars, to make yeah. make ways
0: to tell the clones apart. In yeah. Clone Wars. I guess that extends to the Utrums as well. Yeah. Like, we can't tell them apart. Like in the. IDW series they play with like color and like shape and stuff oh, wow. for you to tell who's who but that's probably my only complaint is it's hard for them to have character
1: you can, you see, can that. I don't see that
0: like there was literally a Triceraton in the IDW series that I couldn't tell was a boy or a girl
1: mm-hmm. and female? I wasn't
0: sure if they were telling a story about two gay Triceratons or if they were telling a love story between. I, like, it, l- Legit. I had to wait for pronouns to come up before I could figure anything out.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't even know there were female dress airtons. How else would they procreate? I, what, I, clones? I don't know. <laughs> Science fiction. <laughs> Through the power of osmosis, Jones. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So. A lot, a lot happens in this last book, but it's mostly just loose ends being tied up. Correct. You know, they another they, beautiful splash page. Yeah, and they they come back. They meet Splinter. Splinter has smoothed everything out with the uterums. It's Like we're good, we're good, we're good. Look, just, you, you kind of made us, so yeah. you kind of want them to come back so you can figure this out, you know. And and,
1: and then it, we go back to April. We go back to April.
0: April, April's still worried outside, has no idea what's going on. Uh, again, sh- her story is kind of the way Eastman and Laird told the story of what's happening outside. Yeah. You know, the, the, the military is coming in. They're going to blast their way into this building. Uh, and we find that, that out as April finds out,
1: mm-hmm. we and, get, yeah, we get more of like their origin and yeah so on and so forth.
0: We find out that the ooze was from the Ootrams. We find out that, you know, they lost their canister. They remember losing their canister 15 years ago. Like, everything lines up. And at, right as we finished conveniently finish this story, and they've decided we need to fix this transmat now, the, the, the only reason, let me back back up a little bit, the only reason the Triceratons came through the the, the, the transmat with, with them was to break it.
1: I thought, they were, I thought they were recalled back.
0: No. No. Well the reason they were brought through story for, like for the story is so they could break the transmat again in a fight.
1: Okay. Oh okay. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, gotcha. it's
0: again plot device. Right. You bring them back, that way they break the the transmat, then there's a whole sequence where you have to fix it with the military trying to get in the building. Yeah. Otherwise, what are the stakes? There are none, so it's kind of transparent as to what they're trying to do there. I like it; it works well. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, and later, they do a really good job weaving a tri- uh, a Triceraton back into the story mm-hmm. off of this. Ooh, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you were. Where um, was it in Retur- Return to New York?
1: It's been a really long time. Oh, we'll get there. It's, yeah. That's another one
0: that I, I freaking love, The Return of New York. Yeah.
1: What about the biggest mystery surrounding all of these? What's that? Who's Chet?
0: Chet. Let's talk about Chet.
1: Please do. Chet has come
0: up, what, th-
1: two or three times it now? something like that, yeah. Um, it's driving me nuts. Chet is the Chet
0: was the boy who owned the Ninja Turtles before they were were uh, mutated. Okay. I don't know if that has, like, a real-world connection. And there's obviously several different Chets, because in Mundan's bar, there's an alien named Chet. So, I don't know who Chet is, but they love using the name Chet.
1: It's not normally a name one would hear any time. No, it's a terrible name. Yeah.
0: Unless your name is Chet, listener, then we love your name. But Chet is a terrible name.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. short for Chester. Is it? Yeah. I thought
0: that was Chaz.
1: Maybe. I was like, Chester, look out. It's okay, Chet. You okay? Chet. Okay. Chester. All right. I,
0: I can handle it if his name is Chester. Yeah. Because Chester's a fun name. Yeah, Chet. Ch- why is Chet everywhere? I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, but long story short, they fix the trans man. The, uh, the military breaks into the building. They start a firefight with the little robot things from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the arcade game.
1: Oh, uh, and oh, wait, no. Was it the arcade game? No, no. I think it was Turtles in Time. Was it
0: Turtles in Time? I know it was. The, they were in the cartoon.
1: It's one of those. It's the bubble, weird bubble things. Um, yeah. See the Turtles three or Turtles in Time. It's been awesome to play this, folks. Give me a break. Yeah. Um, it's been a whole episode. It has. It's been a couple <laughs> of. It's been a couple of months. It has. So what's been going on? So, but yeah, he those freaking bubble walkers <laughs> things, uh,
0: and all of them are shooting basically uh, stun, stun stuff.
1: Yeah, because they're a peaceful race.
0: Yeah, the the, the utrams are a peaceful race, which again we still don't find out their name. We don't. We find out that. They haven't killed anything. They haven't really established that they're they're peaceful. Yeah. They just what you think is an evil race when they're in, introduced
1: because they um, look terrifying.
0: They look absolutely terrifying. But you find out that no, they're just kind of scientists. They're like ga- galactic stranded scientists, is what they are.
1: And <laughs> they look like Gary Busey.
0: All yes, they <laughs> they all look like Gary Busey. <laughs> you know, and all in the end. The end of Issue 7, the Utrams officially transport the Turtles back to April's apartment. Literally in her bathtub.
1: Yeah. And they all fit? Yep. Kind of. Like, full circle. Um, presumably,
0: the Fugitoid has stayed with the Utrams. Because... He doesn't have a home. He can't go home. No,
1: he went with them on the yeah. transmat.
0: He went with them with, on the transmat. Presumably, they delivered the triceratons, most of them, back to their homeworld. So it's 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 so
1: so good. Um, <laughs> it really is.
0: I think my biggest complaint is the length.
1: It's a pretty long freaking
0: arc. There's, and, and I'm sure that in the '80s with these these. Uh,
1: comics not being superbly available to everyone. Or them being independent as well. They could pretty much do...
0: Well, they could do whatever they wanted, but the the, the point that I'm getting to is that you print issue number two, let's say 8,000 people read it. You then print issue number three, 12,000 people read it. There's 4,000 people that haven't read issue two. Hmm. This is true. So there was a a fair amount of backtracking. Like, they told the entire story of the Fugitoid again in the issue after. They retold the entire origin story when they didn't have to. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: like, they they retold a lot of stuff that, by modern standards, doesn't make sense. It just fills up pages that they don't need. Um, But at the time, I'm sure it made sense you know, this far removed from the eighties, it's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, especially the limited availability, you know, yeah, not being, uh, I'm not sure how many of the first print runs were, but like not being very, you know, wide across the U S yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if you pick up issue three, you're lost Mm-hmm. And you're like, why is this? Like, why is there a car chase? Is this like a car book? Yeah. Why? Why is this rat knocked out in the sewer? I don't get this.
1: <laughs> I don't understand stuff. I'm angry.
0: So uh, it, it's a weird complaint. It's not really a complaint. Uh, I love this. I love this arc. So much of it has been used so well mm-hmm. in future, like iterations of the turtles, like even as recently as the the uh, the Nick show,
1: does, the, C- the CGI one.
0: Yeah, the, the yeah the, the the CGI Nick show has a lot of stuff. That pulls directly from this arc. Oh, damn, two yeah. Damn good. 2K3 was great. Which after episode 10 of Shellheads, we'll be dipping into that. Oh,
1: I gotta watch those episodes.
0: You do, and we will.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Jeff, uh what's
1: your deal? My deal. What's your deal, Jeff? Uh would you care to elaborate?
0: Oh no, I was just I was this is
1: where you plug warp zone. Oh
0: yes, <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> We only do it every episode. We only do, but it's been a couple of, it's been about a month or so. It feels, feels weird. So, Jeff, <laughs> what's your deal? Owner operator of uh, Warp Zone Arcade, local arcade in Brandon, uh, Mississippi. Mississippi, right down from the Croakers, mm-hmm. still. Arcade cabinets. PlayStation 4, Nintendo switch and more play by the hour. Tons of stuff, tons of stuff to play. You have a, 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 safe to say a library. We do. Of games. We do have a plethora of titles. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. And do birthday parties, video game tournaments like smash brothers, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of other stuff. Okay. Check it out. Please do.
0: Uh, follow it on Facebook. Yes. Warp Zone Arcade.
1: Yes. Look for the Circle Controller logo.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, I'm Sergio. Um, I do Reality Breached. Just search that. Uh, you'll find all kinds of stuff. You will. Uh, we, we recently, so we recently took some uh, some t-shirts and uh, just some blank black t-shirts mm-hmm. or red t-shirts, but both of those. And we, I, I, I traced out a stencil of the Reality Breached logo into like some cardboard. And instead of putting breached, I put bleached. Ooh. Yeah. So. Catchy. That's very nice. And reality bleached. Yeah. And yeah. then put the stencil on the shirt and then spray the shirt with bleach.
1: Now I have reality
0: bleached shirts. Nice. <laughs> that are like two toned that look like they're spray
1: painted. It's really cool. It's very rusty, very like, you know, manhole cover New York style looking. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So for pictures of that, check out uh Reality Breached on Facebook.
0: Otherwise go to realitybreach uh, subscribe to Shellheads on your favorite podcast sh- breeder, whatever, whatever that may be. If you're on Spotify, we're on Spotify. You know, just find us. Uh, otherwise, tune in next time. What are we talking about next time? Ooh. Per- I'm like 90% sure it's a cartoon show.
1: I think it's yeah, season two of uh, eighty of the uh, 80s.
0: That is correct. If it is not, I'll just cut that part out.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're shell heads. We are.
1: Oh my god.